0: Hey everyone, welcome to Legacy Church Online. I'm so excited that you're joining us today. I hope you've had a great week, and I'm just thankful once again that you're taking some time just to uh, be in your home or you may be driving uh, down the road in your car listening to us on podcasts or you may be with us online right now, but either way, um, no matter what method you're listening to us today, I'm thankful for you that you're taking some time out of your schedule to hear the word of the Lord, Amen. Amen. Well, so many things are changing, and you've heard um, the governor's uh, uh, response uh, to opening some things and businesses and churches back up. Uh, over the next few days, you'll be hearing more about that from us. But I know, uh, as of um, at least next Sunday, also that we will be online only, and we will be releasing some phases of some things that we're going to do to to uh, gradually open us up here at Legacy. Because throughout this process, um, your health, uh, your spiritual well-being, and your physical well-being, those are our greatest concerns. We're doing everything that we can, trust me. There's no one who wants to see you more right now than your pastor. and I want to see you here, but we're doing everything that we can to... Um, be sure that we're covering all of our bases as the governor releases new uh, protocol and everything. So I just wanted you to know that we are thinking of that. But uh, also next Sunday, uh, I know for a fact it will be online only. And then we're going to be releasing some different phases of how we can get you all back here at Legacy Church. Amen. That's a reason to shout. So let's just be in prayerful. Uh, let's be prayerful about that. Let's be positive Uh Uh, positive, optimistic uh, about that. And let's just be praying that, that everything just goes smooth, that those numbers just keep going down. So our numbers here can keep going up on Sundays. Amen. Amen. So I thank you so much for doing that. Thanks for joining me today. And if it's your first time with us today, whether you are uh, with us online or you may be listening on podcasts, if you've never filled out an online Connect card, I wanna invite you and encourage you to do that with us today. We just wanna say hello to you and just thanks for being here. You can, uh, if you're watching online, there will be a link that's coming up or you can always go to our website at legacychurchrome.com. .org and click on guest Fill out that card. We just want to say hello to you, okay? And I also want to thank you for your faithfulness and your giving with your tithes and your offering and your gifts. Wow, these last few weeks, we've just been able to do some incredible things, ministering um, to people in our city, ministering to small businesses in our city. And just this last week, we were able to put some people up for a few days uh, that did not have shelter. And we were also able uh, to partner with an organization that's planning churches around this world. So I just want to thank you for your faithfulness with your tithes, with your offering, and with your financial gifts. It's really helping us just step step up our outreach during this moment when the world just really needs to see Jesus Christ. It's because of your faithfulness, and as your pastor, I just want to acknowledge that today and just say thank you. Thank you so much, all right? If you're ready for the word today, I just want you to uh, open up your word uh, from your home uh, today or on your phone. Habakkuk chapter two. I'm gonna kind of recap where we were last week. If you didn't get a chance to watch last week, be sure you do that because I'm gonna kind of pick up where we left off from last week. But as we were talking uh, last week, we started here in Habakkuk chapter two and I'm gonna go right there uh, now to Habakkuk chapter two, verses two through three. And it says, and the Lord answered me, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Last week we started talking about this story here and really the importance, the necessity of you having a vision, not only for yourself, not only for church, but for for your family, for your home, for your business, for, for your own personal ministry. It is so important for you to have vision and it's so difficult for you to really build anything without a vision or a plan, whether it's a, a home or a relationship, anything. It's just, it's just really, really hard to, to, to plan and build something without a vision. And Habakkuk here really spells it out for us of where we kind of st- uh, ended last week and where we're going this week because sometimes the fulfillment of a God vision seems really, really slow. Can anybody testify to that today? I know I can. Sometimes it feels so slow, but as he says, just wait for it. Wait for it. And as we started talking about last week, Nehemiah, um, we, we, we watched as he uh, as he catches a vision, as, as a vision just starts to be birthed in his spirit about his people in a city. And guess what he did? He He waited, and in Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 3 through 4, it says, They said to me, those who survived the exile and are back in the province are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and its gates have been burned with fire. When I heard these things, I sat down and I wept. For some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. As I said last week, some theologians, and when you're really studying the verse, some will say that he waited about four months in prayer and fasting before he really ever stepped out and took any type of action for that. He was waiting. Waiting is never easy. Waiting is never fun. I have never been around someone, correct me if I'm wrong, I've never been around anyone who was waiting and was describing that season as being fun. Whether you are waiting on a table at your restaurant or, or whether you're waiting on a phone call, I've never heard anyone talk about it as fun. You may be waiting on that special person. I've never really heard anyone talk about how waiting is fun. Have you? Waiting is not fun. It is, it is never It is never easy, but sometimes in seasons that can seem slow and when they seem to have no point, Nehemiah here gives us hope because it's in those seasons of just waiting and, and slowness that we are kind of in right now as a, as a nation, and in those seasons that seem to have no point, that's when God can really take something that is pointless and birth purpose in us. Amen? And as I said last week, it's, it's in the middle of brokenness. That, that is where God often births a vision, and your patience will lead you to your purpose. Amen. Your, per, your patience is worth it. Why? Because it will lead you to purpose. A vision, get this, a vision rarely requires immediate action. Okay. Vision rarely requires immediate reaction, but it almost always requires patience. Well, Vision rarely requires immediate action, but always requires patience 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 is part of the process and a lot of people can't take it because if you're like me you like to work you like for things to be shaking you like for things to be moving moving and booming you like you like for things to be going you like you like to be in a hustle you like to be checking things off of your list you like to go you like to be doing things you like you you, you want to see things happening you like to be working and but but understand this this is where a lot of God visions die is in it is in uh, seasons of in activity. A lot of God visions, people lose focus when there's nothing going on around them. People lose hope when there's things going on around them. And I just want to encourage you today that in this season, you cannot let vision die. In this season, churches cannot let their visions die. In this season, businesses, you cannot let the, the, the vision of your business die in this season. You can't because it's in times like this where God just really can breathe in you and give you something new. I really want you to get this, that, that, that on your job and even in relationships, guess what? You have responsibilities. If you're working, you have responsibilities. You've got to be there at a certain time. You've got to clock out at a certain time. You have things that you've got to do each and every day. You've got to respond quickly. You've got to have a positive attitude. You have responsibilities on your job. And in relationships, guess what? You have responsibilities. Fathers, husbands, there are certain things that you've got to do. Mothers, Wives, you have certain responsibilities in that relationship, and if you want your job, if you want your relationship to work, you've got to fulfill those responsibilities, amen? And guess what? Our relationship with God is no different. With God and your relationship with Him, I want you to get this today, because it could really change the way you see some things. One of your main responsibilities in your relationship with God is to wait it's to wait. It's your job to wait on God. It is your job to wait on God. You really don't have a choice in the matter because if you want a tight relationship with God, if you want to be with on the ends with God, guess what? You are going to have to be really good at waiting it's a necessity in in relationship with Him. If you want this thing to work, if you want this vision to happen, you must be able to wait. On God, but you say, "But, but, 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 I love to work and I love to be moving, and I, I can't stand waiting." I totally understand you, and 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 well, guess what? You are in the perfect place then, because waiting on God, guess what, is a job. If you like having a job, guess what? Waiting on God is a job, and sometimes it's the hardest job that you will ever have. Sometimes the, the job and the duties and responsibilities of waiting on God. It is like the worst job, but guess what? It's working. Sometimes it will feel like an underpaid and overworked job, but guess what? It's working. It's like it's like working a job that where your boss can't hear you sometimes, or can't can't don't, 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 doesn't really take in your personal interest. You ever had that? You ever worked for that boss? Guess what? Sometimes waiting on God, that that responsibility. Guess what? It is just like that, but guess what? It is working. It's not fun, but it's working. Listen, waiting is working, and guess what? What? Waiting works. Get that in your notes today. Waiting is like working, and waiting works. It's hard. It is not easy. It's hard when you can see something and it's right there in front of you and it's in your reach. But it's like it's like it's like you just gotta wait before you grab it. And it's and it's hard whenever, like like myself, whenever you get permission to, to open the church back up, but, but in your spirit, you just feel that you need to wait on it, but yet you can see it and you can see the people's faces and you can hear the music playing and and you get and you get excited, but you still just gotta wait on it. And I feel like kind of like that that like Nehemiah did whenever he said that he was just broken down for months and mourning over our church for this last seven weeks. Can you believe seven weeks? And I can see it, but now I just have to, to wait. I've got to remind myself every day that it's my job to wait on God. Not because I'm a pastor, but because I'm a Christ follower. If you are a Christian, you need to be getting good at waiting on God. It's hard, but I've got good news for you. Because when I wait, it always works. Waiting on God will never fail you. Waiting on man will. But if you're waiting on God, waiting on God always works. Wow, that's powerful. So you need to get that in your spirit and in your notes today, that waiting always works. It's proof it's been proven all throughout Scripture. It is written of people who've waited on God with a vision. And God just did something great all because they were just patient. And they were and uh, patience is that virtue, and they understood that. And they were waiting. It's, it's, it's proven. There's proof of it that if you wait on the Lord, what? that you shall, that he shall renew your strength. That if you wait on the Lord, guess what? You will mount up with wings like that of an eagle. That if you wait on the Lord, that what you shall run and not grow weary, that you shall walk and you shall not grow faint. It is worth waiting on the Lord. Waiting is like working and waiting works. Waiting works. Do not be discouraged in this season. Waiting is working for you. It will always work, always. And we all have different thoughts about waiting. We all define waiting differently. Some define waiting as doing nothing. Some define waiting as reading a book or watching a movie or finding some followers on instagram and we all have different definitions and what we think waiting actually is some define it as doing nothing but here look at this story because it's so ner- it's so noteworthy for us today look at nehemiah here he was waiting through prayer and fasting for months Well. Wow. His waiting looked like prayer and fasting. I have a question for you today. If someone asks you how you're waiting today, how would you define your waiting? What does your waiting look like? Nehemiah was in prayer and fasting in this waiting season. And if you've not prayed about the vision, If you've not prayed about this thing that you feel God has told you to do, guess what? It will not work, okay? I know that's a a pretty big statement, but if you've not prayed about this thing, it will not work. And guess what? Here's another piece of advice. Don't talk about it until you've prayed about it. Don't tweet about it until you've prayed about it. Don't go tell your best friend about it until you've prayed about it because the devil loves nothing for you to put a vision out there that's not been covered in prayer. The devil loves nothing for you to start talking, but there's no plan. The devil loves nothing because because it's so easy to distract people who can't get through the process of waiting in prayer. Whenever you have a vision, guess what? You need to pray about it. Don't talk about it until you've prayed about it. Don't, don't, Don't broadcast it until you've prayed about it. Why? Because prayer really has the ability to connect your vision to the heart of God. That is the ability that prayer has. Prayer will turn a little vision into big details. Wow, that's what prayer can do. Prayer, whenever whenever God just births something so little in your spirit that you just catch a glimpse of it, guess what? Prayer, whenever you begin to wait and you begin to pray in that season, guess what happens? All of a sudden, your prayers starts birthing details to the little vision, and it turns into something even greater. That's the importance of prayer in your life right now in this season. Also, guess what? Prayer also helps you get the bigger picture. Prayer helps you. uh, The the vision may be something little. you, you, You may have just saw the end product of it. But all of a sudden prayer lets you see the big picture. Earlier we said that you shall mount up with wings like eagles. See whenever you are waiting and praying why do you need to mount up with wings like eagles? Why? Because eagles are known for their for their uh, adaptability and that they can soar at such high altitudes. See that's what waiting and prayer does. It lifts you up and allows you to see the vision from, from a different perspective. Amen. Somebody needs to praise the Lord for that today. Waiting and prayer you shall mount up with wings like eagles. Why? Because it lifts you up so you can see vision and a whole new perspective. Wow. That's what God is wanting for you in this season. He's wanting for you to have that vision. But, But guess what? It takes prayer because prayer allows you to see things that you would normally miss. Prayer. Praying through in this season. How often have you seen someone get a vision for something today and tomorrow It's like the vision is already gone. How many times? It's like the people who get on, you know, Facebook and they say, "Well, I'm getting off. I'm getting. I'm I'm getting off social media." And then tomorrow you see them posting something. You know those people. Well, you know, I'm going to start this, but then like next week you see them, and they don't even remember it. God gives them a vision. And then tomorrow they're out there and it's gone. Guess what? They did not spend time in prayer. That is a high probability that whenever God births a vision in you and and it's gone tomorrow, you probably did not go in through a waiting season. You probably did not spend time in prayer. And those visions usually die in the process because I want you to get this in your notes today. And I want you to get this in your mind today that guess what? Big visions take big preparation Otherwise known as big waiting. Big vision takes big preparations before you will ever see big results. Wow. Big visions take big preparation, or what we're calling waiting, before you will ever see big results. Have you ever seen people in the kingdom? They just had ministries that that were just, that that, that you were almost jealous over, or they had, or, or people in your field that you were almost jealous over. Guess what? You never know what they had to go through to get there. There was probably a lot of waiting. There was probably a lot of prayer and fasting. There was a lot of things that going on that that, that you've never seen yet. But guess what? Whenever you get there, you've got to understand that big vision takes big preparation before you will ever see big results. Get that in your spirit today. Get that today. Get that. He was praying in this season. What was he praying for that really really, pushed him. What was he praying for that just really opened up doors? We're talking about building the kingdom. What is it? Look at this. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 11. It says that he was praying and said, Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant. Wow. And to the prayer of your servants who delight in revering your name. Give, listen, this is what he's asking for. Give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man. Wow. He was praying for months for favor. Wow. For favor. All throughout the Bible. There are things, there is, there's just something about the favor of God being upon people. All throughout scripture, you see how God just poured out his favor upon people. People who should have never made it. People, should have, people that should have never been able to cross that body of water. People that should have never got out of that furnace. People all throughout scripture, God is just pouring out his favor with provisions for people. When they were in the wilderness and God's favor just rained down manna from heaven. Favor on people. Got, through, got them through situations that man cannot explain how. All throughout the Bible, you see these stories. Listen, and when you are praying about your vision, one of the greatest things that I want you to put on your list for prayer is that one of the greatest things that you can be praying for right now in, 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 in about your vision and your home and your church and your business, guess what? Is favor of God. Favor. You need favor today. You don't need more followers. You need favor. You don't need more money right now for your vision. You need favor. You don't need a book deal. You don't need a record deal. You don't need to sign a contract. No, no. you just need favor. You don't need more connections right now. You just need the favor of God. Because let me tell you something. Favor can open up doors that man cannot. Favor Favor can put you into rooms. Favor will put you in rooms that your degree or your pedigree never could have gotten you into. Praise God. Favor will get you into places where people look at you and say, how in the world did he get there? Favor will open up windows. Favor will open up gates. Favor will open up doors that, 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 that no one can explain for you. That is the importance of you praying for favor right now, not only for you, but for your business, for your home, for your church, and for your entire nation. Be praying for the favor of God, but let me tell you something. Favor is not fair. Favor is is not fair it's hard to explain favor and listen favor does not have to be pushed or announced can somebody say amen if you have to tell people that you have the favor you may not have the favor if you've got to prove to somebody that you have the favor you may not really have the favor favor doesn't push itself it doesn't walk into a room and start talking about itself can somebody say amen. Favor doesn't walk into a room and start showing people its credentials. It doesn't start uh, introducing himself. It doesn't have to tell people I'm a prophet, I'm an apostle, pastor, preacher, teacher, evangelist. No. It doesn't it doesn't have to it doesn't walk into a room and start telling people that it has all the fivefold ministries. That's not what favor does. Favor is not forced. Favor is not pushed. Favor isn't forced on people. No, but favor favor flows to people and favor flows from people. Can somebody thank God for that? If you want want God's favor to flow to you and from you, can you just thank God right now in your living room? Favor is not forced. It just flows. Favor is like goodness and mercy. It will follow you all of the days of your life if you'll just stay in, in, in 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 that waiting with God. That's the importance of favor for you. It is like goodness and mercy. You can walk through Death's Valley and goodness and mercy will be just like the favor flowing from you. I just thank God for his favor today. Can you just declare God's favor is coming upon your life? It's favor. He was praying for God's Favor. He was praying for it. He was seeking it for for months because he realized that I cannot do this alone. Can you just can you just uh, verify that I can't do this alone? I can't get through this season alone. I can't grow this business alone. I can't make this house work alone. I can't grow this church alone. Can you just say, Amen? What do you need? You need the favor of God in your vision for your life. Amen. I feel that today. You need God's favor. And a thing that I love about the favor of God is that I just really appreciate is that favor will magnify your gifts and it will camouflage your weaknesses. Can you just thank God for that? I don't know about you, but I've got a lot more weaknesses than I have strengths. Can you just testify that today? Don't be you don't you, you don't have to lie to yourself. You're not at church, okay? Just in your house. Can you just verify that just shake your head if if you're like me whenever you've got more weaknesses then you have strengths, but whenever the favor of God comes upon on you. It will camouflage so much of your weaknesses, and it will lift up your strengths. That's the importance of favor in your life. That's when I pray. I pray that when I walk into rooms, people don't see my gifts. They don't see my talents. I pray that I'm not known as some great preacher. I don't want to be known for those things. I had much rather be known when I walk into a room as someone can just look at me and say, God's got his hand upon that boy. God's favor is upon that man. I don't know about you but when I pray I don't care what people see about me I just want them to see a man with a vision that's got God's favor it's just flowing from me is that what you want for your life today guess what you can have it but guess what it may take some waiting in the process you need God's favor you need to be praying for God's favor in your life today Favor can do some crazy, crazy things for you that no one else will be able to explain. When you pray for your vision, be sure you are praying for favor. Favor does some great things for the kingdom of God. You want to be a builder of the kingdom? You not only need vision, you not only need, you not only need to know how to wait, but you better have some favor upon you. Let me just show you, let me just take a minute and show you what a vision paired with waiting and favor actually look like. Nehemiah chapter two, he's just been praying for favor. The next verse down goes into the next chapter and it says, Nehemiah chapter two, verse one through five, it's that in the month of Nisan, in the... 20th year of King Artaxerxes. Remember, Nehemiah, if you didn't get to watch last week, be sure you catch up on that. Nehemiah, King Artaxerxes here, owns him. He's a slave to him. And when wine was brought for him, I took the wine and gave it to the king. Remember, he's a slave, he's a cupbearer. He's always tasting the wine and then hands it to the king because the king is watching for a reaction because if he dies, he knows that somebody's out to get himself. So he's here and he says, I took the wine and gave it to the king and I had not been sad in his presence before. Wow, that's a good servant. And in verse two, so the king asked me, why does your face look so sad? When you are not ill, this can be nothing but sadness of the heart. Wow. I was very much afraid, but I said to the king, may the king live forever. Why should my face not look sad when the city where my ancestors are buried in in lies in ruins And its gates have been destroyed by fire. Listen in verse 4. And then the king said to me, What is it that you want? Wow. Talk about favor. This is a king who owns this man, this is a king who does not believe like he believes. He really doesn't even like his kind. He owns them. They're in in exile. He owns these people and here they are. The king has been putting this man's life on the line multiple times a day every time that he's thirsty. Nehemiah has been serving him. And now the king looks down at a servant and says, how can I serve you? Did you feel that? That was nothing short. It's, 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 it's inexplainable. Kings don't do that to slaves. But all of a sudden, the king looks down to the cupbearer and says, what is it that you want? What can I do for you? Let me tell you something. That was nothing short of favor of God. And he says, then I pray to the God of heaven and I answer the king. If it pleases the king and if your servant has found favor in his sight, let him send me to the city in Judah where my ancestors are buried so that I can rebuild it. Talk about favor. Nehemiah is here and he's caught a vision. He's been waiting through prayer and fasting. He's been praying for favor for four months and now he comes out. God births a plan of favor for him and just watch this. Watch what happens. I can't I can't read the entire chapter, but, but for sake of time, let me point out to you what favor looks like when it comes with a vision and waiting. All of a sudden, the king says, what can I do for you? But guess what? The favor does not stop there. The vision does not stop there. He goes on and says, he, he, he approaches the king and asks, you know what? Um, can I actually be released to go back to my people? Can you just release me? And the king's like, sure, sure. If that's what you need, guess what? It's vision and favor. Guess what? He goes back and says, you know, um, I know we really don't believe the same thing, but you know, I I need money to make this happen. I need money to get back to my people. Can you give me the money? And the king is like, sure. Guess what? That was vision and favor. And he's like, you know, for my safety, I've got to travel through a lot of lands. I got I to gotta go to different providences. You know, can you just give me a letter or a certificate to show that I have your approval to be doing this? The king's like, sure, why not? You know, I'm the king, you're a slave. Here you go. Guess what? That is vision and favor. He also says, oh, you know what? When I get there, I'm going to be building the gates and, and, and the city. Uh, can, can, can I have some lumber from your forest? Can I have supplies from you? He's like, sure. Go ask the people. You can have whatever you need. Guess what? That was vision and favor. Also, he's like, I need authority when I get there. You know, can you just help me out? Can you make me like an overseer or governor of Jerusalem so they'll actually listen when I get there so I'll, I'll have some authority. Can you give me that favor of authority so when I get there, I can gather my people with me and I can, I can give them the vision and they're going to listen because I have authority. Can you do that? He's like, sure, I'll do that. Do you understand that was vision and favor? And finally he's like, you know, by the way, when I get there, I'm going to do what I was called to do. I'm going to build something. I don't know about you, but I want to build something worth with value in my life. I want to build something for the kingdom of God in my life. I want this church to build something that, 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 The the gates of hell cannot prevail against. Can you just say amen? Guess what it takes? It takes vision, waiting, and favor. That right there is what happens when your vision and waiting and favor come together. Guess what can happen? You can build the kingdom of God. That is what happens. Isn't that a powerful story for you today? Can you just declare those steps over your life? He did not go from seeing a vision To building. No, but it was a process. It was a process of waiting and prayer and and seeking favor. And he goes through this plan. It it can build the kingdom in, uh, in God of ways that you never thought was possible. Whenever you combine vision and waiting and favor, guess what? It can sway governments to see things on your behalf. Praise God. It can cause governments, it can cause city officials to come to you and say, what can we do to help your vision? What, can you just declare that over the church today? The city officials and government officials will start seeing what churches are doing and say, what can we do to help you today? That's the favor of God. You're waiting. You thought it was wasting time. You thought you were just wasting time. No, no, no. Guess what? Everything is different in the earthly and spiritual realm. So many people on earth think that waiting is wasting time, but in in the spiritual realm you don't understand that's not wasting time that is God giving you something to expedite the process can you just say amen that's called favor today that's called favor I just want to encourage you today with this word that you're waiting it is working and your are waiting always works when you're waiting on God Whew. When your vision and your waiting collides with favor, nothing will be able to stop you. I'm declaring that over this church today. Our waiting is not in vain, but God is preparing something that the gates of hell cannot prevail against. Why? Because we will not lose our vision and we will wait in prayer and fasting and we will be praying for favor. And when the doors open back up, the gates of hell shall not prevail against her. Can you just declare that over your life today? Can I pray for you today? I just feel like praying a word over you and your family today. God, right now, Lord, I pray over each and every person who is listening today, who is watching today, whether they are online with us or they're on our podcast. God, I'm just praying for every person today. God, I pray that you birth vision in people who have never caught a vision before. God, I pray, God, that you birth patience in us in this waiting season. Let us not stand out idly by God but let us be reminded of this word today that in seasons of waiting we are to be praying and fasting and we are to be seeking the favor of our God so right now Lord I am praying for a for a for a just a special blessing of patience over people today as they are in the process in their homes and families and jobs God give them the strength to prevail, in this season called patience oh god god and i am praying right now that every person who is listening today god that you just you god you just pour out your favor upon them god that you let it flow to them and from them today. God, I pray that your people, the church, I pray that when we walk into buildings, people don't see our jewelry, people don't see our cars, people don't see a name tag, God, but they just sense that person's got the favor of God on them, God. I praying for government officials, God, that they begin to see the favor of, of your people. God, that they just begin to contact your people saying, what can we do to Help your church out. What can we do to help your business out? God, I'm declaring that right now over the people who are listening today. God, let this be birthed in their spirit that they need your favor. They need your favor. They don't need more followers. They need favor. They don't need money right now. They just need favor. All of these things will be added unto them when they have your favor. God, I am praying right now for our nation today. God, I am praying for our leaders today. They are making some tough decisions. They will be coming into criticism no matter what they decide. God, I pray right now that you give them wisdom from heaven. God, I pray right now, God, that that something is being birthed in this waiting season in this sanctuary. God, some people can walk in here and they see nothing. God, but I pray, God, that you give us spiritual eyes and spiritual ears. God, that we can walk through seasons like this. Even standing in an empty building like this today, God, I can hear the cries of the saints. I can hear the sound of angels' wings, and your presence is in this place, and it's waiting for his people to come in and meet him here. God, I'm praying right now, God, that right now you just begin to prepare this sanctuary for a move of God that we have never seen. God, remind your people that Easter has come and gone, but guess what? The tomb is still empty. E... Okay. But guess what? The day of Pentecost is on the calendar, and no one could cancel Easter, and nobody can cancel the day of Pentecost. We are seeking it. We are coming after it, God, with waiting and with prayer, God. And we are believing that in this moment, that God there is going to be something that is birthed in this nation, that was birthed in the upper room again. God, create a great awakening in our city. Create A great awakening in our souls, in our nation today, God. We are declaring it over the people today. If you're at home right now, can you just come into an agreement with me today? If two or three people come into agreement and touching it and declaring it, it shall be. So right now, God, our people all across the city and nation, we are coming into an agreement today that the day of Pentecost, it is on the way. And just like in that season after you died, people were left, they they, they did not understand Him. Even people that saw that you had risen and you had ascended, some people still did not understand Him. And just like this season, we have gone through Passover and Easter, and some people still don't understand it, but you are about to send your comforter. You are about to send the Holy Spirit on families. I'm praying God right now that men and women in the upcoming weeks that they will be baptized in the Spirit in their home. God, I pray, God, that you just set their souls on fire with your Spirit, God. I am declaring this over homes in our city. I am praying this for homes in Legacy Church today. I am praying this for homes all across the city and the nation, God. Let it be today, God. Stir us up in the waiting season, God, and let us seek you like never ever before. I declare it today. I declare it today. I declare it today. God, I thank you. I magnify you. I wish you could hear what I hear right now. It's the sound of rain falling on this roof. We're recording this Thursday, and as soon as I stopped, started praying, a downpour just fell at Legacy Church. I wish you could hear it. My arms hair are standing up. The little bit of hair I have on my head is standing up right now. Because I believe it's a declaration that God has hurt his people, and he's about to rain something down from heaven that we have never seen. And it will be because of people not losing focus. It will be because people in this waiting season that are seeking the favor of God. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Don't lose your vision. Pray like never before. Amen. Do you feel that in your spirit today? I feel it. I feel it here by myself today. I feel his presence today. I hope you feel the presence of God in your living room today. I know I do. I once again, I just wanna say thank you for being with us today. If you are watching today and you need Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, there's no moment like today. I wanna pray with you. If you're watching online right now, on Legacy Church online, there will be an icon that comes up and you can click that button and you can fill out some just brief information with your name. And I personally, I will contact you personally and I will pray with you over the phone. I want to do that for you right now. So if you would just click on that, I'm praying for you. We'll talk and we'll we'll walk this thing together. So if you're giving your heart and life to Jesus Christ today, just click on that icon. Let us know. We want to be praying for you and with you. Thank you once again for being with us. Remember, on our website, every week we've got, we've got fresh new resources for your kids so they can stay engaged with God. There's some great resources on there, videos, activities for the week. Be sure you take advantage of those at LegacyChurchRome.org and click on that right icon. And above there, you'll see all the resources that you need. Thank you again. Be in prayer with us as we we begin to develop these phases to open up Legacy Church again so you can be with us here in person. Be praying for us. We're praying for you. God's not finished. It's only just begun. Hey, Pentecost is coming. Let's get ready for it. God bless.